All right, Mel, we're back. Another week. We're, Dude, we're... hell yeah. Welcome to Thank You Come Again with your two sexy-as-fuck hosts, Mel Ong and Che Durena, the podcast where we joke so hard you will be covered in laughter by the time we finish. What's going on with you, Che? Uh, I mean, I'm doing pretty chill at the moment. I've been not really partying or boozing right now. Um, I'm, I haven't drank since the 4th of July. So I'm like on a pretty good clean streak. I, it's not like forever. It's not like I'm quitting drinking or something. Um, but uh, I've just been trying to like live cleaner, get the body good, get get focused. There's a lot of work coming up. And then I got a long vacation coming up soon. I'm going to go to Greece and Berlin and like go see a oh, little bit of Europe. Yeah. yeah, so that's going to be fun. So I'm going to go balls to the wall there. So I figured if I clean it up for like a couple months before then, and then I can kind of like cash the chips on the other end. Yeah, no, I'm definitely in this like, Figuring out my 50-50 perfect party hard, work hard balance. Uh, our guest coming today, Stanti Batenza, she threw an amazing Barbie party this weekend that I'm literally still recovering from. It started on Saturday at 3 p.m. and I still haven't recovered. And uh, I'm really excited to welcome her onto the show because we both have something in common, which is that we are super down and do and have been for a long time joking about sex drugs and violence on the internet it's just so hard to find another girl who has the same dark humor as you and is also just down to be violent publicly and online so yeah very excited to welcome our guest today yo what's up che and stanzi thank you come again welcome to that's i meant to say welcome to thank you come again my brain is fried because of the party you threw yeah you guys are pretty party burn right now right yeah um (laughs) normally my voice isn't like this but uh yeah two days ago we threw a a barbie party and uh and then the after party i think is what fucked us up we all came back to my apartment dude yeah what because it's always the party will wrap it like ah probably maybe like a midnight one depending on when it was going like going till Mm. and then the after party is uh, that can always like Next thing you know, it's like I've been at places where it's it's 6 a.m. and I'm in an apartment where I don't know anyone there. And we're just like chopping yeah. lines up on an iPad talking about Magic the Gathering. Like it just gets you're like, uh, no, yeah. what am I still doing here? No, the yeah, sunrise we were up thing. until yeah. like we were, I think we were up until like four. We were we were at my apartment until four. Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then we left and then I was uh, I took the acid like way too late because I didn't think it through because I was just like, oh, yeah, party acid. And then because like I was at the party was at three and then I was like, yeah, I'm going to come at three. But then I was late because I'm late. And then I was like, guess I'll take the acid at five to six when I show up. And then I slept at like 8 a.m. probably. And then I woke up again oh, at like God. 11 p.m. and then our our other two mutual friends because we were supposed to see the we were supposed to see the barbie movie last night but you threw your keys in the trash by accident yo what <laughs> so yeah so so i too fucked up well i took the acid at a reasonable time when? but after i well, i took the acid like at 3 30 so That's like, so adult i wish i did that i know I, I made the adult decision to take my drugs early but then I made the childish decision to then take mushrooms around like uh, like one, yeah. Because yeah, so like after like at the very end of the party, one of our friends was just like a sloppy drunk mess. We were all kind of messy at the end, and then they Ubered home, and then they were like, "We left our keys at your house." So they have to go <laughs> back and get their keys. And I was like, great. And then the next day, like, I, because I, was like I took the mushrooms. Late, they left at, we left at, like, 4. So it was, like, 5. It was a little after key. 5. That's yeah. Funny. So then I, and then I'm like, I took the mushrooms late. So I was, like, just lying in bed with my eyes closed for probably, <laughs> like, two hours. And then, like, and then it was daylight. And I'm like, great. <laughs> this is awesome. Best, I've literally dude. been awake since I woke up at 11 p.m. Because I was like, hey, I woke. Well, I woke up at 11 p.m. And we were supposed to go with our other two friends to see the Barbie movie last night, yeah. um, which was at 9 p.m. And then both of us, like, I mean, no, like, I don't think anybody ended up going. Um, <laughs> Did no one go? Yeah, well, no, so... no. I'm pre- I think no one ended up going. Yeah, Mel, so... you texted me at 6 a.m. my time, which is like. 3 a.m. your time and then I texted you back at like 9 my time and you texted me back immediately and I was like yo she's on a fucking rager right now yeah. <laughs> well, so, so, my, so our, our friends Brad and Hannah uh, they were like they wanted to come over for like dinner yesterday so they were like oh we're gonna come over with the baby say hi to you have some dinner and then we're gonna go back and I was like great 
Um, and I got very, dis- I was throwing my, I was throwing stuff out at the trash chute and I got distracted <laughs> because he called me. And then I, <laughs> and then I look and I go, I don't have my keys anymore. <laughs> and so I go down to the front desk to my, to the lady at the leasing office. And I was just like, Hey Nicole, so here's the situation. Uh, <laughs> so she like takes me to the fucking garbage, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna, I guess I'm just gonna try to like find my key. Didn't happen. And then she like lets, she like had a, she has like an all access key, so she let me in my apartment. She's like, yeah, we can, we can either try to find your key or make you a new one, but basically you just can't leave your house for the rest of the day. And I was like, okay. So Catherine was like, do you want to come see Barbie? And I was like, I would, but I am trapped in my apartment. I knew one day it would happen because I've thought about it. I think I accidentally manifested it. Yeah, you made it. You made it true. Uh, (laughs) I made it true. Yeah. So I was like, well, fuck me. So okay. So you said you were like, uh, hi, I'm Mush rooms you're laying in bed for two hours sun's coming up do you have like a uh because whenever i do psychedelics so i'm not chilling with people if i'm like solo at the end of the time i'll have like a come down show i always like to watch adventure time adventure time when you're on oh, any sort okay. of psychedelics it's like spiritual and like learning and colorful it like hits a lot of notes for me and i fucking love it uh do you have something that you like to like ingest as you're as you're scaling down from a good trip um usually if i'm still high if i'm still if the psychedelics are still working by the time i'm like on my own um i will just <laughs> stare at my face for an hour you know like i'll just i'll just sorry, watch myself my melt laughing at your joke. Okay, sorry, <laughs> i'll just going. i'll just like stare at my face and skin and watch me melt and and but like one time uh uh brad and i went to a, a party and we took acid way too late, like 7 p.m., mm-hmm. um, like idiots. And I was scrolling through TikTok. And you know how sometimes people post on TikTok, like, just, like, clips of, like, documentaries and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I love yeah. that shit. I watch a lot of movies so like that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I basically watched... information. Yeah. So I basically watched, like, an entire documentary about this, like terrible volcano eruption that happened that like <laughs> that like killed a bunch of people and i was like whoa that sucks <laughs> and i learned a lot i learned a lot about volcanoes okay we've been fucking chopping up for a sec give us a quick uh uh, uh your best like way to describe yourself your superhero origin story rundown yeah so actor writer comedian basically um i grew up doing theater um, with my family and then uh, continued doing that throughout like my whole like childhood, my teenage years. Um, and then I majored in theater in college. Um, and you so also I was said doing... like you won a bunch of like, like, I think you're being a little bit humble. You, I remember you telling me you won like a bunch of art theater awards or something when you were in high school. Yeah, so I don't I, remember exactly because I, I did the, it like competitively. Yeah. yeah. So I did like a, a theater competition um, a couple of times. The first time I made it to the finals and the second time um, I won, um, which was like really cool because I was the first person at my school to win the award, um, which was like super sick. Um, so I was doing that. I was doing like acting stuff. And then I what took was a in play- the competition. You mentioned it. I remember you mentioning it. It was it's like a lot of different skills, right? It's like not just yeah. acting. It's like also like singing, like you can sing. So it's like you have to do two scenes and a monologue with a partner. Um, so you would pick and it had to be like you needed to do at least one classical piece and one uh, modern piece and one comedy and one drama. So um, for the one that I won, I sang a classical song uh, for like my monologue and then I did a classical comedy piece and a um, dramatic Oh, no, a, uh, a, a comedy modern piece. Um, and you have to, basically, you have, like, a certain amount of time to perform these, like, like, every round is different. So the first round, it was, like, you do a scene and a monologue. And then the second round, you do both scenes. And then if you make it to the finals, you do all three. But it's, like, they give you, like, two minutes and then, like, three minutes and then five minutes. So, like, we would have to, like, time it out. Um, we would have to, like, basically, like, train with our, like, um like our coach like our acting coach to make sure that we did like 
exactly that amount of time or so you basically get disqualified so it was like you had to be like super like quick about it um so it was a lot of fun sort of competition so this is very impressive to me like when people win competitions i'm like holy shit that's dope because i've I've literally like never won anything so i'm like that's that's awesome thank you i mean you're winning life you did (laughs) i mean the three of us are and we're also winning (laughs) genetically like we looked so hot like sucks <laughs> yes. to not be us i don't know yeah yeah you're winning you're winning like the game of like evolution and and fucking yeah so damn should we just, should we just life, start yeah. jerking each other off right now like uh, you're yeah i think up. we should all start touching ourselves yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah let's yeah. get into a triangular jerk <laughs> yeah. so wait no yeah, it's not a circle dude. jerk it's a triangle jerk yeah and if triangle it's all jerk, below yeah. camera we can still post it on youtube it's like yeah yeah on, yeah no we're not like showing anything no, so no, it's no. fine. Yeah, it's, but it's basically, like... I, I did. Uh, uh, I, I took basically all those skills that I learned, and then during COVID, I just started doing like content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing like sketch comedy stuff, um, and, and then I that's... started doing stand up. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, right yeah, on. Yeah, That's yeah. awesome. So for your live show, do you do like a combination of everything? Do you do straight stand up? Do you do like <clears throat> character work? There's a whole bunch of other stuff you can like incorporate into it. Yeah, the first time, the first show I did, I incorporated some like characters that I had already established. Because technically, the first show I ever did was actually um, from my podcast. It was like a live show for my podcast, but my mm-hmm. podcast oh. is just me. Um, so I did incorporate some like sketch stuff. And then um, the last uh, few shows that I did, it was like just pure stand up. Okay, right on. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And something is like. It's really cool to see like how much your content and art has evolved because similar to um, Brad, you and I kind of caught each other like really, really early in the TikTok days. Like I actually specifically mm. remember, I have a weirdly good long-term memory for some things. And I specifically remember that uh, we were both like sub 100K when we followed each other. I think like we both had around like between 20 to 50K. And I remember us following each other that early on and me immediately being like whoa there's another girl who has violent thoughts like me and who is like not only having these violent thoughts but is like willing to post them online in complicated (laughs) subversive skits and i was just like hell yeah like i should do drugs with her as soon as possible and then that's what happened and now we're friends yeah yeah melissa and i we were like on one of like my earliest mutuals from TikTok, but it took us a while to meet um, because we we were supposed to meet. Um, yeah, it's almost like last... there's like a pandemic happening or something. Right? <laughs> she got like... COVID when we were supposed to meet for the first time for this like crazy Vegas trip that we went on, um, and then that Brad planned, of course. Yeah, so like we went on this like insane Vegas trip, and I Melissa got was COVID on to purpose there. to avoid you. I, I thought like in my head I was like she just doesn't want to fucking hang out, and yeah, then you like and then I, I reached it. out to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, dude. I know that those are the lengths I'll go to to avoid you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was nuts. I was like she just yeah. I, re- she's, like, I really got yourself. you there. I, re- I got I like, you. <laughs> got you. <laughs> <laughs> but like then um, we met in November for the first time um, for Brad's wife Hannah for her birthday. Um, I flew out to L.A. because um, at the time I was living in New York. And then we uh, we met for the first time for her birthday. I convinced and... you to do the move. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we I, I went there partially to be like, should I move to L.A.? And then it, that trip kind of like solidified like the yeah, I should probably be here because um, Melissa and I after Hannah's birthday, we uh, we spent like the entire next day together. We went to Wee Spa, which is a Korean spa um, in K-Town, and we did ketamine, and yep. we just, we gave each other, Trauma like, on each other. Yeah, we were, like, this While naked every... in, like, the <laughs> yeah. thing. No, it was just funny because it was just, like, we were on ketamine, and we were just staring at each other's, like, naked bodies, like, in this, like, communal Asian hot tub area, and it was just funny because everyone there is just, like, naked and having, like, an intense conversation. <laughs> yeah. or, or, no, I mean, it's, it's just a different vibe, right? So, I don't know, Che, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, an Asian spa. Like, do, like, do you know what we're talking about? No, I've never been to an Asian spa, but I've 
definitely been to like there's this sex club in Toronto called Oasis <laughs> and it was like also like a nudist thing so, but they had like a hot tub and like a pool and all this stuff and you could like yeah you could go there and bang like bring your partner or whatever but you could also just like go there and hang out and it was just like a chill hang so if you were in the hot tub it would just be like a bunch of naked people in the hot tub or the sauna or the pool just like chopping it up and you're just like kind of fucking hanging out so yeah the you whole like bang and hang you the bang and hang yeah. it was like actually yeah. a sick hang that place rules I think it survived COVID too it was a, it's like this mansion that some older lady owns and she's like yeah, I'm just gonna let people fucking hear like crazy it rules um, but I guess that's like a similar vibe but if it was all old Asian ladies is what you're saying I mean a, a lot of general. people go there yeah I think it's yeah, like, like a, a mixed crowd yeah like start like it's like the Asians you know we started it and then the others and then we on. appropriated it <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and then the others caught on and we and I mean to be honest that's what happened right it was like you know the Asians <laughs> we started it um the and then Koreans, I was like this is actually mine yeah yeah but then but the thing I is, invented we it. still want to make money so we're you're not gonna not take your money especially if you're white I'm like oh, I'm for sure gonna take a white person's money for sure yeah of yeah, course thirty dollars come yeah. in here 24 7 I just don't just don't make eye contact with me for sure that's the good that's the cool thing is that it's like 30 bucks and then you can hang out there all day we love taking new people to we spa and dropping acid at we spa and just like fucking around because that's people like sick. people go it's yeah, so people, fun Everyone else goes to the spa to relax, and then we go there to, like, <laughs> cause, like, No, but chaos. we go there to fucking rage. We go there to rage. Acid? <laughs> we were on acid with, with Brad, like, we were, like, literally last time, we're just, like, yelling at Wii Spots, like, are you guys relaxing efficiently? Is everybody relaxed? Is everybody <laughs> relaxed? And then they had to keep, like, I mean, they had to keep telling us to, like, quiet down. They're like, stop, you're disturbing. Like, the old Korean ladies and the hot pebble thing, and then I was getting hella scared because, like, um, the acid hit me too strongly, and then, like, the Korean grandmas that were, like, this and the pebble thing, it reminded me of, like, of, of like fuck that that one attack on titan you know like cody's mom i can't remember the name but it was like the mom and she turns into a titan oh, and she's like over yeah. the house and it's like really and it's really like like frightening and then i was just like fuck don't look at the korean lady and think that she's a she's a titan that that's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be bad stop thinking about that and i stopped thinking about that and had a great time that was a great time yeah we were like we were just like everyone else goes there to relax and then we go there to be just like high and crazy we were just like I remember at one point we were like, I wonder if we could like start a human trafficking ring here. <laughs> we were like, we could do it. We could do it. If we How would you to. human traffic people through the Wii Spa? I have no idea. As a sober person, I'm like, I don't know. But we were like, we were like, yeah, yeah, we could probably do it, right? People are coming in and out of here all day. And then I think and that's no when they came know. over to us. No one, no one would know. Do you like they ship would, them in, and that's where you loud. like clean them up before you get them to like the next location? Yeah, exactly. But We Spot is awesome. It's a great place to do <laughs> drugs, and that's where Melissa and I really bonded. We were just sitting there, like high, naked, and we were just like, "This is every bad thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life." <laughs> Dude, no, I mean, high it's trauma like you, bond. It's... Yeah, that's fucking dope. Yeah. It's like a, it's such an intimate experience, and it's just funny because we're both just like. I mean, we're both just on ketamine and naked and looking at each other and being like, yeah, yeah. and that's what happened when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> and, this is, and this is why my relationship with my sister is very complicated right now. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I know, like, uh, no, that, that human trafficking bit, that's, like, kind of what separated the group, I think, because it was a big group of people that day for <laughs> Hannah's birthday, and it, was sec it separated the people who were comfortable with dark humor from the people who were like they were kind of judging us IP, and i was <laughs> yeah. just like it's okay it's just a joke like relax but i do but it's i do think like joke. i'm not gonna traffic <laughs> you <laughs> yeah i'm just a girl like i can't be a traffic i'm just a girl <laughs> i'm just a girl i'm not gonna traffic you <laughs> yeah no that's a guy thing uh, yeah oh fuck you know what trafficking is I for men <laughs> <laughs> yeah trafficking is for boys <laughs> yeah <laughs> but and fun is for girls nice fun wholesome is fun girls. is for girls and trafficking is for boys human trafficking is for boys dude that was the first thing that i had taken off of tiktok i think a couple of years ago or whatever that was like a thing you the joke you, a running joke you had for a while did you have a joke about people being in your basement or something like that dude i have a song about people being in my basement yeah yeah uh, yeah, no, it's just called it's just called victims in my basement. Me and Brad made it. I used to do a bit where I had victims in my attic. Hell yeah! And that's enough. So, 
I feel closer to you is what I'm That's trying kind to of say. Like, <laughs> like, so you had victims up, up and I had victims yeah. down. Down, yeah. Yeah, so then I guess, like, Che, do you have victims just in the regular level? Yeah, I live in a studio, so they just, like, kind of share the space with me. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay, cool. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, just, we make like, a victim ice cream sandwich. Is it, like, Neapolitan or whatever, where it's, like, you have the victims on top, Che has the victims in the middle, I have the victims on bottom. Yeah. Utilize the whole space for the victims. Exactly, exactly. exactly. Really, you want to get the so, most out of your out of out of what you got. You know, it's like one of those exactly. New York homes where you have something that like folds open and you can like use this one space in very different ways. It's like that's what it's you're really to tough to have here. victims in a New York apartment. It is because man, of how small it is. it is. Yeah, you got to be like willing to make some big sacrifices. You know, you live. You got to have like a, a like not like a double bed. So you can have that extra victimizing space. You got to be able exactly. to like turn your kitchen into something else, you know, like lay down a lot of plastic. It's a, it's a, it's not it's an a easy sticky lifestyle. situation. Sticky, yeah. sticky, dude. Sticky, what really concerns sticky. me is like the people in our comments who are like, yeah, do this to me. Like, I know sometimes <laughs> it's a joke, but sometimes I know that they would kind of be down for it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm curious. Like what, what are the, uh, oh, like, I, I feel like, like crazy your- simps and shit like that. Like the, the horny boys. I I mean, yes, but I also get a lot of women who do that, too. Nice. I get a lot of, like, step on me, mommy. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh, yeah. Because I, I, I think it's because I have such, like, most of my comment, like, all, my uh, my uh, content is, like, based around, like, violence and death. Yeah, you have, like, Hell a yeah. lot of horror themes in, uh, throughout a lot of stuff Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, they're like, I want you to fucking murder me and like, you know, cut my limbs off. I'm like, ooh, ooh, okay. (laughs) Then you grow up in like a horror family. Like your whole family likes spooky shit, right? My family's pretty spooky. Yeah, my my sister does like horror critic stuff. um, And me, her, and my dad were all born in October. And then my mom is like a psycho about Halloween. Um, We're like that house in the neighborhood where like the decorations are insane she has like a six foot pennywise just like in the living room for yeah and it's like animatronic too so like he'll like talk he's like we all float down here and i'm like ooh, (laughs) it's not even plugged in right now dude growing up with that in the house that would have been horrifying yeah Yeah, that would have scared the shit out of me as a child and probably damaged me forever but somehow it seems that you thrive in it yeah, worked out for me. Worked out great. Okay, dope. Yeah, yeah. I guess you're just better. <laughs> I'm better <laughs> off for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, the sub, I feel like the sub simps are a win. It's like uh, they they seem just like so supportive. I almost want to hire them. It's like you you seem willing to do whatever I want. Maybe I could get you like a job, an assistant work. Like that seems like that's how I want people to simp for me. They they ask sometimes. They're like, "Would you be willing to start a cult?" I'm like like a like a Jared Leto type thing, like a like a Jonestown type thing. I'm like, sure. Your following is kind of already a cult, though. <laughs> I mean, like, with, I feel like your right following funding? is pretty cultish already. They are, yeah. That, that that's why, like, you know, when when I get hate for stuff every now and then because of like, you know, sometimes people don't like the dark humor uh, stuff. Like, they're they're ready and willing to defend me, so I don't really have to do anything because they're. They're they're like ride or die um, in a lot of ways. So having a solid fan base is like so nice. Like the people that are just in your comments supporting you. Like I rarely get any sort of hate comments because I feel like my people are just so supportive of what I do. And and you're a guy. (laughs) Yeah, like that's definitely (laughs) a part of it. Um, But they yeah, like I get like one dude who messages me like every like two months, like he's like, You fucking suck, I hate you and I love his <laughs> messages. I like wait for them to show up. Like I I, I just think they're so funny because I've no he messages me from like an account that has like no profile picture, no posts or anything like that. And so I don't know who it is, but I just love that like he's watching my stuff and being like, Fuck this guy and then it hits a boiling point and then he has to message me and then he goes back into the <laughs> and disappears. I love him. Haters are your most engaged fans. They are they feed your algorithm man fans and they want to kiss you on the lips so bad yeah i think like i I get a lot of people who are like how do you deal with hate and it's like i think that you should monetize your hatred that is the best way to deal with it people are always like ignore it you should monetize it monetizing your hatred is like the best like possible outcome monetizing my favorite tweets of yours is you do uh I, i remember you tweeted like 
a couple months ago. I don't know, it was something about hatred, but you were like, oh, yeah, getting hated on is actually my kink. It makes me horny. So, yeah, joke's <laughs> on you. Every yeah. time you hate on me, I get another opportunity to jerk off, and I was like, hell, yeah. That is, like, the peak optimization of hate. Yeah, every time someone leaves a hate comment, I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, it feels so good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, it's a win-win for me. Hell, yeah. You, know? you can't – I can't be defeated. <laughs> you're, what, you're no match for my power what kind of hate <laughs> comments are you guys getting like what what are people coming after are they like the fucking i i get that you're not funny that's the one um i get that sometimes um if i do things that are about religion then i get a lot of like christians who get mad at me yeah um if i do something that's like a little more um like pro woman then I get, like, incels. The, the, yeah, the red pill guys are coming, yeah. coming for you. Yeah, yeah, So I had, like, one video recently that ended up getting a lot. It, it was a – it had a lot of views. I think it had about, like, 8 million on TikTok. And um, I had a lot of positive comments. And then it went to a weird section of TikTok where it was, like, a lot of guys yeah. um, mm -hmm. being, like – women and uh some guy <laughs> left a comment and he was just like this video makes me want to blow my head off and i just said do it <laughs> <laughs> i was like Dude. don't think just do and then all my comment and then all my followers were just like we're waiting <laughs> i was like Jesus uh, Christ. <laughs> dude every time i comment I, every time i clap back my comment gets like reported and taken down <laughs> and i'm just like oh this is so annoying because i have such good clapbacks because like i feel like just women on the internet, we just get, like, the typical incel hate of just, like, yeah. and, like, I mean, that's, like, 99% of my hate comments is literally just the, uh, my most common type of hate comment is just, like, she's not funny, like, I just, I just watch her on mute because she's hot, and I'm just sort of, like, that's actually the biggest compliment you could give a female comedian, because, like, I wouldn't <laughs> be doing comedy if I grew up being perceived as attractive like that's actually <laughs> what i want right no because like for a, for, i can't speak for all women obviously but for a lot of women i know who are in comedy like being funny has started as like a trauma response to like not being perceived as desirable or <laughs> yeah. attractive in your in your childhood so then you're like wait how do i get attention how do i get people to like me maybe i should try to be funny um and and then yeah but like literally i'll see I try not to look at my comments too much, but I'll see a comment on my video that's just like, oh, my God, like, listening to her talk for that entire hour was so excruciating. And I was just like, oh, so you think I'm hot because you wouldn't have listened to it so painfully. Like, why would you stay and listen for an hour? Because you think I'm yeah. hot. Because so you want it. So you much. want it bad, dude. Yeah, they just can't admit it to themselves. I, I like, had someone one time who was like uh, – I can't remember what they said. They sent me a message or it was a comment or something, something about how they hated my shit. And then I was like, I was like, uh, I've, I can't remember how it came up. Why I knew what city they were in. They were like, uh, maybe it was in their profile or something. I was like, come to the show, come to the show. And they were like, Oh no. I was like, just come. I was like, you'll love it. I was like, I know you'll love it. Cause it's fucking sick. And I'm amazing. Uh, uh, but they immediately like turned as soon as I was uh, putting the pressure on them to be like, dude, I don't give a shit. If you hate me, I'll make you like me. They get scared because they don't expect you to actually reply. And it's also like, I feel like with hate comments, my, I just, it's just, I just know it's not personal. It's definitely like a hurt people, hurt people thing. At least that's my philosophy on life is typically when people are mean, it's because they're like hurting inside, but they don't have an outlet for it because nobody loves them. And so they have to do it on the internet. Like I remember when I was working in tech, we would do these studies on, on like content apps, like social media apps. And we'd see like, okay, like what percentage of the total user base is like creators versus consumers versus commenters. And it was always like, you know, creators, I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was like creators would be like 1% of the total app. And then commenters would be like another like 1% of the total app. And it's like, oh, that's like really interesting. So it's like, this really small group of people who comment and then who are engaging like, with each other. Most people are just like watching and fucking off. That's like, that's exactly. It. That's all, that's yeah. It. That's the, yeah. The backbone of most of this shit. Um, uh, Stanzi, how did you get into like the, like what made you want to start making the content? Like where you were just like, like for me, it was like, I couldn't do stand up, So I was like, fuck, well, I might as well do something else with this time. That was pretty much what happened with me. was that like, I, after I graduated college, 
Um, I went to New York to do like a theater intent or like an acting intensive there. And I had every intention of going back after I was like, um, I was doing like a part-time job. So I was like a barista and cupcake decorator in the morning. And then at night I was doing, uh, I was a liquor rep. And I was just trying to like save up money so that I could move to New York and do their two-year program and then be like doing the very traditional like auditioning and yada yada. And then COVID hit and I was stuck at home. And right before COVID hit, I had had like two viral videos of just me like talking, you know, into my mirror or whatever. Um, And... Then I was, you know, I'm like just sitting around getting paid from the government. And uh, <laughs> I was like, this is um, my opportunity to start like using the skills that I already have and like just putting that online, doing it on an online setting instead of, you know, like the traditional like entertainment um, stuff. So all I had to, all I had to do really was like I have to learn how to edit videos Um, So I put a lot of, like, time into, like, learning how to edit videos and, like, extract audio and using the green screen. And and that's, like, how that started. I I mean, I just – because I've been following you since the very beginning. And just, like, it's really cool how much content you can consistently put out. And as, like, a fellow, you know, female content creator, I know how much effort goes into the type of content you make, right? Because I feel like for a lot of – I don't know, straight dudes are just sort of like, this is me. And then, you know, we do the whole, like, makeup and costumes and outfits and, like, all the aesthetics. It's like I can see, and I think your uh, fan base really sees and appreciates all the work you put into your content because there is such a difference between, I mean, there's different types of content that people like, but it's very clear that yours is like, oh, like, she wrote this out, and then she's like, really getting into character and like you know the lighting and the production is like it's all it's all just a very high quality experience i think like i think i remember the comments were referring to it as like oh this is a tiktok premium like yeah you should be paying for this yeah there's a a sketch an idea and the evolution and like a clear sense of humor through the like in the through line like your i watched your one with the um uh, it's like, oh, how do you know the bride? And it's like, oh, well, oh, we oh, went yeah. to college together. And it's like, oh, well, we capsized on a boat. And then, and then like, how it keeps <laughs> evolving and evolving and evolving. And I was like, this is fucking hilarious. And it's a full <laughs> thought-out sketch. And you can see all the pieces and everything. And such a unique perspective on, like, a, a regular encounter you would have with someone any day. But, yeah, you have your, your own brand that is well thought out. Yeah, that was, like um... – having done like the playwriting stuff in college, like really helped um, me with like sketch comedy now. Um, Cause I knew that I was funny when I was acting and doing like plays and musicals and stuff. I knew that I was funny performing other people's work, but I didn't know if my writing would be funny. Um, And so taking that playwriting class and then having people read and act out my plays um, gave me the validation to know that I had it in me to like, to create, to be a funny writer. Mm -hmm. Um, so then I went like full force into that, um, during COVID. Um, so I love doing it. I spend like all day, like every day thinking about ideas and new sketches and stuff. And, uh, and yeah, it was, it's, it's interesting to see uh, how the quality has changed over time because originally I was just doing it on my phone. Um, and then it went from doing it on my phone to I got like a little, um, a nicer camera and then upgraded to like a DSLR, like a nice, like nice camera. Um, and then upgraded like the lens and upgraded like the microphone and like the whole lighting situation. And now my, I have like a, I'm in my office right now. And my office is like, I have a whole green screen set up. Like um, you can't see it, but like in front of me and, my lighting and I have like a ton of props and like costumes and stuff so it looks like you're in the inside of a smurf's vagina yes yeah uh currently yes that is that is where I thought I was just very cozy before this she used some like shrink ray (laughs) she used the shrink ray to like put herself inside the smurf womb that I just made up just now for the purposes of speaking to you anyway yeah it feels good (laughs) yeah it feels good to be in the smurf vagina (laughs) brings me back to my like childhood I, I was, it like, it, it brought me back to my Smurf vagina days. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, those it, days. <laughs> yeah, I know. That, that, yeah, it's just such a common experience that everyone is gonna know what we're referring to. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. It smells <laughs> like blueberry fuck, I'm so in here. Dead from your party. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I, you I, think yeah, Smurf comes. Wait, do you think Smurf cum tastes? What do you think Smurf cum tastes like? Blue raspberry. Blue raspberry. Not, not that I know from experience. <laughs> That's a good guess. <laughs> I think I like the blue raspberry idea because I feel like it would be sour for some reason. Like I feel mm, like Smurfs yeah. would have like like almost like an like a blueberry right before it gets ripe kind of taste. Like it, there's a there's a tartness to it. There's a little like here. Yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah like ooh, ooh it's mm. a bite, you know. Mm. That makes sense to me. Yeah. To be honest, I don't know why. That's just what's in my soul. Yeah, I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad we were finally able to talk about it. Yeah, to break down. What the, this is a what safe the, space. What came? What the? What I'm now, now I'm thinking of like come from all the different types of like cartoon characters. Like, what would Care Bear come be like? Do you think each Care Bear oh, would have like different? Oh, sweet for sure. Sweet, sweet for sure. Cotton like, candy. Co- yeah, oh, yeah. cotton candy's a great yeah for the yeah. Care marshmallow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's different kinds of Care Bears, so then you would get like something on that sliding scale of like sweet and like yeah, marshmallowy cotton candy, like light, fluffy sweetness is like, but it maybe different variants of each one. What do we think Barbie mm. and Ken's come taste like? I feel like that's kind of relevant mm. in this general time period, Barbie right? And Ken, see, I think like I'm thinking kind of plain because it's just like the plasticness yeah. of them. I'm, mm-hmm. I, I think a Barbie Ken come would be like if I had to compare it to something like uh, like a bland coconut water. That mm. seems generous because I kind of at least like bland coconut water mm. i feel like melted plastic like uh you know american cheese and the slices that they would give you in public school <laughs> yeah oh, no. if it didn't yeah. taste like cheese like yeah that, i feel like, like it tastes like the plastic that covers the cheese yeah okay i think um, you're like onto something there yeah 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 they don't even have the parts they don't even have the parts for it yeah so where would the cum come from that's a good question do they i, I do they get into that in the bar out their movie? eyes Special edition to horror Barbie that comes out of her eyes. <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, when like penguins or like birds or like, penguins, you know how they like regurgitate the food into the baby's mouth? Yeah. Wow. It's I probably just remember like that. that just now. Yeah. 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 So You've never like, seen that? Oh, oh. No, 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 no. I, I have seen that. It's just uh, I just haven't thought about that very concept since I probably first learned about it in when you saw like march of the penguins back in the day i hate nature so much oh really (laughs) i do like you hate the the grotesque like aspect of it like that or just like in general not going outside at all indoor i don't fuck with it don't Don't fuck fuck with with it it. no bugs every yeah no no bugs no bugs no but like it it just like infuriates me every time i see like a video or something about like where someone is hiking and they're <laughs> like, oh, no, a bear. <laughs> like, oh, no, a bear is on the trail. Or, like, it's a mountain lion, and they're just sitting there like, oh, shoot. And I'm like, you, like, you're go- like you're going into nature. And Melissa knows, like, I talk about this every now and then. I'm just like, what? like why would you go into nature not <laughs> prepare to deal with what nature, with nature. has in store? Yeah. We, I remember like, we were in the car, and we were, like, uh, we, we were in the car, like, a while back and it was around when that submarine shit was happening <laughs> and then we were just and then you, we were just in the car and i think we were on shrooms going to the the party it was like and you were like dude like why do people keep going to the ocean <laughs> like, it's, yeah, like, it's, like, <laughs> it's like why do you keep it, going it, to the ocean like that shit keeps happening why do you just just stop going there it, i think about it all the time and it just drives me insane i almost i, I actually almost drowned when i was a kid so i yep. i just i remember just when don't, we were talking about swim, that, that we fought naked staring at each other yep open water absolutely not i love but you like there's nothing I, in there what the fuck are we doing <laughs> What like uh, the the ocean? The ocean, yeah. You're like, what the fuck's the point? It, it, it's just like monster soup. <laughs> <laughs> like there's so much. It's like we know about what's like uh, of the things we know that exist within the ocean. That's already terrifying. But then there's also a lot of stuff like we don't know. And it's such a yeah. man thing to go to the ocean yep. and like yep. be in the submarine shit. 
I was like, oh, it was so deserved. Oh, that's dude shit big time. That's dude shit. Yeah, yeah, I just need to go fucking deep, dude. I just need need to to be deep. I just need to be deep. I don't know why, but something inside me is telling me to go fucking deep because it's so fucking sick, dude. It's so (laughs) sick. I love it. Low sea level right now. Yeah. yeah. I have no desire to like go and explore deep ocean because I have friends who love me. You need you need to do that dude shit sometimes. Sometimes you gotta go deep, sometimes you gotta blow something up. Have you seen that video where it's like a bunch of guys and they see a big rock on on like somebody's lawn and then they're trying to move it and then like more guys come and guys just keep coming and they get like ropes and belts and shit and they get together just so they can flip the rock over and they're like we did it that's just like dude shit dudes just need to do that sometimes like like uh the submarine thing i got very invested in and I learned. That, <laughs> I, I like, remember we talked about it for a very long time for a very uh, long in the time. car on shrooms, and we were both tweeting. We were just going off on Twitter. And James Cameron, the director of the Titanic, has gone down to the Titanic like thirty-three times. Yeah, thirty-three after the movie happened. Yeah, he kept going back. Yeah. I was like, like it's such a man thing to be like. I need to just be where it's the most dangerous. That's probably a great opportunity for us to transition into uh what's cringe so what's uh, been cringe for you guys recently going off of those just like the dude things is like i'm not a sports person i just i i'm just like oh it's just so like man chase ball and then so personally what i think (laughs) is cringe is when i see a bunch of dudes watching sports together and they're just like yeah man chase ball and they're just like whatever that is i just get like a bad feeling and then i just try to make sure i'm never in that situation yeah, no, it's a, that's a dude. That's a dude time. That's a dude time. It, it, every now and again, it like breaks into like wrestling too. Just randomly, if dudes get too rambunctious, like they need to just do a display of physical, uh, physical ability for no reason. Uh, I saw a really funny meme the other day too that was broke sports into two areas. There's like sports that are like give me this ball. That are like basketball, soccer, football. Those are give me this ball sports. And then there's like uh, golf baseball tennis those are get this ball the fuck out of here i don't want this ball (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah those are the two sports man yeah get this ball away from me yeah Yeah. get it the fuck those are the two sports (laughs) (laughs) oh man okay what's cringe right now fuck i don't know everything feels like pretty dope right now so i'm trying to think of something oh i got fruit flies in my place fuck fruit flies how about that oh, i fucking dude opened yeah. a fucking thing uh like i got this I got this little thing and it, i fucking opened it and there was a, like three came out and i was like no! no i fucking tried to get them right away and then i fucking set up a little trap i think i got them all there was like i think most of them are fucking nuked i got i put uh like a cup with apple cider vinegar and soap and then put yeah. the saran wrap over and then they yeah. go in there and I see them like going around the sides and I fucking shake it up and I get them all drowned and I'm just like <laughs> yeah. fucking killing those sons of bitches every day. So yeah, fruit I flies. Hate fruit flies. Don't you Can't. wish they could feel yeah. human pain? Like whenever there's like I get I so angry. I, I, I wish I could hear them scream. Like, yeah. No, oh, yeah, but yeah. I just wish that like okay, so my like one of my deepest wishes when an insect is really annoying me is that like some sort of god can like upgrade like right before I kill them to like upgrade their consciousness up to like a human consciousness and so they can like really suffer at a human level because it's just like that's how much you annoy me because i know when they kill them it's not gonna really bother them that much and i'm like oh yeah. god i want you to like watch your family yeah. die also um, i want to hear your pain and that's how yes. i feel actually on a similar note my cat just got fleas oh i'm so yeah. sorry fleas, dude. Yeah. and i have in i have indoor cats which means i tracked them in which means someone else in our apartment building probably has fleas and if Oof. i find Ugh. out who it is they will i'm going i'm gonna handle it <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna handle it but I, i've been like picking out fleas from my cat's fur my expensive Ugh. my expensive cat I'm like, I got a flea comb. I'm like getting fleas out. And then how you kill fleas. There are many ways, but like, you, you know, like you have to like have water that has like Dawn dish soap in it because the dish soap makes it them sink to the bottom and they just yeah. drown a horrible death. And I'm just like, it's just like, it's that violent rage again. And I feel that. I feel like I wish I could have like get my hands around their throat and like watch mm-hmm. the life leave their eyes. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how yeah. Frustrating it is. So yeah, yeah small, yeah. small little bugs. Fuck them. Like that's pretty fuck cringe. Fuck the bugs, man. Fuck the bugs. Don't you wish fuck you could bugs. just bully them 
out like don't you wish you could just like gaslight gaslight them, them. <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> no literally like just be manipulate just, them like, or like neg them or it's just sort of like hey like um i don't know no one will ever believe sort of, like, you <laughs> <laughs> or just sort of just or, or just sort of like you know like um i don't know a flea with a bigger flea dick would never be here i don't know like i i'm, I'm not a gaslighter so i can't think of one right now uh but i just wish you could bully them out like like it's like yeah. I want them to psychological feel torture. Pain. Yes, psychological yes, exactly, against exactly the, against the bugs. One hundred percent, exactly, one hundred percent on board with the bugs. One of my buddies, a big bug hater, and he's like, he kills every bug on site. He's like, it's a, like it's one of our oldest enemies is the bug, and they, they he's like, not there's you know some people like catch a spider put outside. He's like, insane. This is yeah. we are we the never ending battle. This is like territorial war. They'd kill you if they had the chance. It's kill on sight, man. Kill on sight. I had a uh, crazy experience when I was a kid where um, I had something called a night terror, which is basically um, like a worse um, nightmare where you're Mm -hmm. like, it's like a sleepwalking nightmare. I've had Um, those. Yep. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. So we had just watched A Bug's Life. Oh, no. Like like the Pixar movie. And I, I woke up. And my room was covered in gr- those green giant caterpillars Ugh. from a bug's life. So it was yeah. covered in that. Yeah. And there were like bugs in my sister's crib. And I just started screaming. I was like screaming. And then my parents run in and see me screaming. And my mom's first reaction for some reason whenever like something bad is happening to me or something is just like, slap her across the face so she told my dad she was just like slap her across the face so my dad my my dad slaps me across the face to try to like get me out of this state and it made it worse but like yeah no shit like destroyed my brain so like yeah bugs (laughs) nah nah no bugs no bugs um i think it's kind of cringe when um when people are bad at like social media like when people try (laughs) to get on the social media train and like, okay, so for example, like my ex right now. Is like oh my god, yeah, TikTok. No. Oh, dude, that's not the best. Isn't that the best? When it's like, <laughs> yeah, yo, yeah, you yeah. don't got the goods. I'm so much fucking better. <laughs> yeah. <than this." laughs> and he, he's a musician, so he's trying to like utilize TikTok, and he's doing it in like a really bad way. And it was like yeah. he had this like one thing where he's like, hey, we're this band, and like you know, we're just a quirky little band from <laughs> you know from Boston, and like and you know, we're not gonna like. We're not we're not here to like use TikTok like how all the other musicians are, and then everyone was like, "Then why are you here?" Are you, and I was yeah, like, "Oh man, made my made me want to rip my skin off." I was like, "Oh god," it was it made me actually physically cringe. I was like, "Oh, dude, I just dude. read the song of the summer, dude. I just read the song of the summer." <laughs> yeah, dude, no. I like the people who are like <laughs> so bad at social that it goes full circle, like these weird anomalies that float around on the internet. Like, do you yeah. know who King Cobra is? Have you ever heard of King Cobra? Yes. Oh, dude, I fucking love king cobra man i follow the everything he does he's if you mel if you don't know king cobra he's this dude who's like he's like kind of balding has this like really bad goatee uh and he all his videos are about he's like i'm a goth musician bad boy sexy muscular guy like he's like he's so lost in the sauce of his like own persona (laughs) and he does like like wild shit he'll be like you know it's better to like and this is all he's not doing a character this is his his real self and thoughts he'll be like "Uh, you know it's like better to have like a sex doll than a real girlfriend because it's just gonna be like less time consuming and then he'll go like (laughs) film himself shopping for sex dolls and I'll be like, oh yeah, this one's pretty good. Like, I fucking <laughs> love King Cobra, man. He's so fucking good, dude. So that good. is great content. Oh, it's great. It's great. Great. I mm-hmm. fucking I send King Cobra to all my buddies. Just like every time he's got a hot one going. Yeah, I I I I, I really appreciate him. And there's like three or those four. Those are some of the like best. That. Yeah. Yeah, uh, those are some of the best people on TikTok. It's it's yes. it's insane. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I think we're pretty much maxing out on time here. Uh, we really appreciate you coming through. This was, this was a blast. Yeah. Thank we you so much for having me. This topic. is awesome. Yeah, I mean, we, def- we, we, we covered the topic. Yeah, yeah it was a, it was sex and drugs and violence and comedy. And that's exactly what we talked about. Fuck yeah. Hell right yeah. On. Wins for all of us. We uh, all busted yay. today. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Some socials, tour dates, anything like that? 
Yeah, you can follow me uh, at Stanzi Potenza on basically all my socials, S-T-A-N-Z-I-P-O-T-E-N-Z-A. And then uh, I will be going on tour uh, in September, September 12th to uh, October 12th. And I will be hitting San Francisco, uh, Austin, Houston, San Antonio, Tacoma, Chicago, Philly, and Boston. So uh, tickets are, you... are on my website. So, yeah, Thank I will you. Be, uh, yeah. <laughs> go, go, go on. Yeah. No, right yeah, on. No, we're just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, kill ourselves. Coming. Kill ourselves. Who's going to talk last? Oh, oh, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. Yeah, follow, follow Santi Potenza on all her social. That was so good. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, I I'm almost gonna came go for real. Light a cigarette. Just from yeah. the power of friendship. Hell yeah. Dude, I'm gonna yeah. I'm drifting off to how good of friends we are. Okay, go light a Coming cigarette. Coming to the power of friendship. All right, awesome. Thank you so Hell much yeah. for having me, you guys. <laughs> Thank you, Stanzi. No Thank you. No Wait, so that was funny as fuck. I'm glad that we can all come to the conclusion that um that we're all Mormon, apparently. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I guess there's a little bit of Mormon in all of us. Um, I, what if I had to pick a religious sect? I think I would go with the Satanists. I think they got a good thing going. I like their vibe. They're kind of like a we. Don't yeah, I like that anything. they do all that um that satanic stuff where it's like blood and demons, and I'm just like, yeah, that's hot. I think yeah, I think I, I like that. And I like that they're trolling. They just troll. They're like, well, if you guys can have this like Jesus statue, we can have a a statue of uh, Baphomet at wherever we want. Like I like that it's that mentality of just being annoying. I, I appreciate that <laughs> quite a bit. Um, yeah, I'm glad that someone is like promoting that mentality because it justifies who I am naturally, which is just annoying. Yeah, and, like Sanzi literally has a I forgot. There's that satanic. It's like that goat with horns. That's Baphomet. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, See, yeah. I haven't read a book in a really long time, so that yeah, that's what it is. I'm glad you said it. <laughs> and I'm glad I repeated it, making me look really smart. But yeah, that was uh. That was a great episode. It was another good episode. Uh, we hope you guys loved it. Uh, if you guys want more content like this, you can go check us out on YouTube and Instagram. Of course, if you comment on the Instagram, then we'll be able to take some of those comments and use them as questions in future episodes. Uh, for the podcast, please make sure you guys rate and review the podcast five stars Please, uh, I have been Chaderana. You can find me on all platforms at C H E D U R E N A. Little Dinky News on Twitch and Kick. And for all tour dates, go to chaderana.com. I think I'm going to be in uh, Austin, Indiana, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina, and then like Denver. Those are some upcoming dates. Uh, for any other ones, there's some more. Please go check out the website. Oh, you're such a slut, Jay. Oh, yeah, I'm you're such it a out. slut. Slutting it up. And uh, you can follow this slut on all of my socials. Uh, Sailor Mel at. Oh, wait, no. It's. Uh, I still have to. Okay. Sailor Mel69420 on TikTok. And it's Sailor Mel369420 on Instagram because I was manic and I was like, yeah, there needs to be a three. And then I was sober and I was like. Or I mean, not sober. I was not manic and sober. Then I was like, actually. It should be 69420, and I'm also lazy, so I haven't changed it. But anyway, it's uh, Sailor Mel. If you just type it in, you'll you'll find me. I'm the slutty one with the blue check mark. But yeah, uh, follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube, and also follow my Spotify. It's also Sailor Mel. Um, I have some really dope, like actual, real music coming up that uh, you are not going to expect. But you'll either love it or be able to make fun of me for it. So it's a win-win for everybody. Until next time, guys, uh, thank you. Come again. Thank you. Come again. Bye.